Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. <laughs> We're rolling. We're rolling. Yay! Welcome back, Double Teamed Fam. How are we doing today? So we brought our beloved and trusted Nadesh Hello. to our episode today. It's been a moment. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you two doing? Good. My I'm favorite so happy Libras, honestly. <gasps> <laughs> My favorite Sagittarius. Oh. And my mom's a Sagittarius. Okay, we're going to call My like- mom's a Libra, though. Oh, really? Oh, so perfect. That- <laughs> we're in alignment. It's fine. <laughs> I like it. I like moms it. Moms don't listen to this episode. They- yeah. No, 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 no. I did tell my mom not to listen to the podcast. Yeah. I don't think she does. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I think, think she, she wants to. She just supports to. from afar. Oh, yeah, that's she's just beautiful. Like, oh, yeah, y'all are yeah. doing great, and that's all it is. Yeah. Okay, so we brought Nadesh on today, because I wanted to talk about food and sex. Mm. But not in like a kinky way, like we're going to mm. turn your vagina into a burrito. More like <laughs> <laughs> more like the correlation between the two or like the relationship. I don't know. Yeah. And also yeah. food versus sex, which I liked because people like have opinions on it. Yeah. You know, yeah. like what did your viewers say? Because you said you had asked a couple viewers like food versus sex or friends, right? I did ask friends. I'd ask my partners. Um, I'm trying to think. So C said... Food is more constant pleasure, mm. but sex is like peak pleasure. Okay, let me actually, for our listeners, the question is, which brings you more pleasure, food or sex? Yeah, That's kind of what I got to thinking about one time because I remember I saw a TikTok and the guy was like, oh, sex is just like something you do just to get it done and then that's it. And then I remember one time I sat to eat and then I was like, I am just doing this because I need to fuel my body and like that's yeah. it. Like it doesn't really bring me a lot of pleasure. Like I don't cook for pleasure, I cook yeah. to like feed my body. So then I was like, that's kind of an interesting thing. And so then I asked you about it and you're like, yeah. oh, it's a great topic. And I remember on the last one, yeah. you mentioned how like it's something that you have people journal about. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So then, um, so yeah, I just kind of, I got to thinking about it and then I started asking. So that's what C had said. Calvin said he prefers, he gets more pleasure from food. Mm. And I didn't take that personally because, you know, we have bomb <laughs> sex. <laughs> He must have be having really good food. I know. And he's also like super into nutrition just because like, oh. yeah, he's very into like his body and like he looks like a Greek god. Anyways, mm. so so he said food. And then I asked another guy who I'd gone on a date with <clears throat> and um, because he's always going to restaurants all the Ooh. time. He's big on food and he's like, I mean, oh, food me. a thousand percent. Yeah. yeah. And I was just thinking, I'm like, for me, it's definitely sex. So it was just like, as mm. I was kind of getting the responses, I was like, this is an interesting thing. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I think for me, it's equal because like really? a good meal is incredible. And like, I love food. Mm-hmm. But when sex, like I really loved what your first partner said, like sex is peak pleasure because mm-hmm. like when you come really good, yeah. there is nothing like it in this world. So, but it's true. And I think it also is on a spectrum because some meals, like when they're horrible, you get food poisoning. Oh, I mm-hmm. mean, sex can make you sick too. It's really interesting. I loved this topic because food and sex are so similar, not just in the ways we enjoy pleasure but the ways we restrict pleasure 
like diet culture and food. It's like Uh food, so much about food is taking it away from you. Don't indulge too much, you know, like Uh what is that horrible saying? A minute on the lips, a lifetime on the hips. Like Uh, we have these, so, and, but with sex, like it's also very similar. Like don't have too much, you're a slut. Don't Mm -hmm. have too little, you're not informed or knowledgeable or like Mm -hmm. an adult. Or prude, yeah, Yeah, exactly. You know, and the the whole thing. So it's, but what about you? Because we haven't heard from Cammie yet. Food or sex? Oh, I, I was... Uh, thinking the same because like for example when we were in spain we went to this one Mm. restaurant that had like some of the most orgasmic food i've ever had and i sat there and i was like this is the best thing to go in my mouth Mm. ever right yeah you know but then like i have like sexual experiences and orgasms that make me think i'm like this is all i need in life to like ever like enjoy anything right yeah so for me it it just kind of depends on the mood yeah, for yeah. sure. I was going to say, I remember I did ask one of our guests that we mm. had recently. And um, do you remember which one he said was his choice? But I did like something he said. He was like, I don't like mm. this binary. I'm like, I know, but just go along with it because <laughs> I'm doing I'm doing a, a I project like that was here. Loki, my answer, like everything, all of it. Exactly. Don't exactly. restrict me. Very Libra. Yeah, you know? yeah, for sure. But I remember I, uh, I he said something that I really liked and he was like, well, you know, food is like something that like you have to give your body like in order yeah. to live. So he was like, that's why he was like, I don't know about how I, but I don't know can that sex is too, right? That's what I was going to like, ask you. Is that's like, would so you much consider? of my work. Yeah. Like yeah. if you look at the neuroscience of pleasure, like you need pleasure in order for your emotional system to process correctly in your brain. So if you're mm-hmm. not experiencing enough pleasure, then you're not going to be able to process your feelings or communicate them. And there's parts of your brain, like gray matter is just going to reduce. So actually like experiencing pleasure which does include food though like it's not just sex right Mm -hmm. but experiencing pleasure is really healthy for you and then there's all the research about masturbation extending your like life expectancy by Mm -hmm. years so physical pleasure or food pleasure I mean I do think we need both to exist and that's just up to you to define what that pleasure is or that sexual pleasure is Mm-hmm. That's what I was yeah. going to say. Is that why like people that diet a lot or like if they mm. are like abstinent, is that why they're not very happy? <laughs> or maybe or they just get upset more. Like maybe they just can't. I think that there is a lack of like restricting ourselves doesn't do us any favors. I think with sex or with food. Right. Like that's why like movements like the intuitive eating movement has been so big because it's a way to eat and be healthy and recognize that being healthy has nothing to do with losing weight and being Mm -hmm. sexy has nothing to do with losing weight. But then like we're up against these cultural ideas that tell us the exact opposite. But we have like similar restrictions with sex, but that also doesn't work, right? Because if you restrict yourself, then you're going to binge and overindulge. You could overindulge sexually or with food, right? And then also kind of like what you were saying, like if you don't eat enough, I mean, hangry, that shit is, I get hangry. Like I'm a really nice person unless I haven't slept enough or I haven't eaten enough. And it is true. And like, I do a lot of self-work, but like I can be a real bitch and like, there's not, what am I going to do about that? And so the same with pleasure. Like if you're restricting yourself from sexual pleasure and you're like not happy, I mean, hi, have some sexy time. Yeah. And that doesn't have to be with someone else. No, masturbation. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. There is nothing I hate more than Nikki when she's hangry. Oh, that's what yeah. I was going to say. I, it's, like, it's bad. It's oh, really bad. But it's a so side bad. of me no one should ever have to see. It's, I yeah. feel the same. Yeah. And Kimmy has to see it the most often <laughs> just because we spend so much time together by default. Um, but oh. it, I have I have said some ugly things. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
all of my friends who've been friends with me for like 10 plus years know they're just like, oh, are you hungry? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and like now I just get quiet. That's that's the way I deal um, with it. I'm just like, I'm not going to speak because I have nothing nice to say and I won't have anything nice to say until I have a donut. And that's oh. it. I love donuts. I need to I need to practice that discipline. I went yeah. to sidecar yesterday. And What's I, sidecar? You've never been to sidecar <gasps> donuts? Oh, been yet? No. Oh, oh my God. It's we like the best donut place in Los Angeles. Ooh. I had two of their chocolate donuts and it was so good. And I know I sh- probably shouldn't have had two, but I was like, you know what? Fuck it. But see, no, you should have because you wanted to. Well, and that's the thing. When it when it comes to like for a long time, I kind of struggled with my relationship with food. And yeah. like I, I love dessert. I love yeah. pie, cake, cookies, donuts. Like I want all the sugar. Right. Yeah. And when I was when I was getting my master's and I was an events manager, I was stressed all the time. I mm. ate like I think I ended up I would try to restrict myself and then binge. Like mm. it was just really bad, right? Yeah. And then came the pandemic and I was like, you know what? I got this. Like yeah. I'm going to find a way to like have a healthy relationship with food. So I yeah. finally got there. Right. Oh. And now it's like I I don't I eat what I want when I want. I but I like I keep tabs on like you know, I'm making yeah. sure that I'm getting the things that I need to put in my yeah. body. So I'm not just like eating yeah. cookies all the time. For sure. Um, so I like that the- also isn't intuitive eating or isn't yeah. healthy. Like, or yeah. isn't with sex, like having too much sex mm-hmm. also isn't healthy. Like there's one of, I was doing a little bit of research before coming on because I knew we were talking about food and sex. And there's this book about intuitive eating that has 10 principles of intuitive eating. And one of them is to discover the satisfaction factor. Mm. And I really liked that thought point because I think that's true with sex and that like with sex like if we withhold our sexual urges maybe we don't masturbate or we don't want to have sex until marriage which is also fine if that's what you want to do I think that's beautiful but if you're withholding it from a place that doesn't come within your deep soul and so you're restricting something you're going to also get out of touch with what satisfaction means in your body Mm -hmm. and so I thought that this book was really interesting because it's written I believe by one of them is a nurse and so has like this medical background if not both of them and so it was interesting because they were talking about how your body can get out of touch with satisfaction. And so if you're going from diet culture to intuitive eating, or even just regular culture, maybe you didn't diet much, but then you're going to try to do intuitive eating or something like that, it takes you a while to even figure out what is satisfaction. Mm. What does that mean in my body? How do I feel that? How do I recognize that? And the same is true for sex. Like, Mm -hmm. that's why I love this topic because anytime I do research on food, I'm like, the same is true for sex. Yeah. And it's kind of crazy. Yeah. We have this, yeah, what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say, I kind of, when I was thinking about this, I I kind of saw some of like the similar patterns in like how I developed my relationship with both, Mm. with food and sex, because I went through the same thing where I restricted on both. Yeah. Or like, or maybe not restricted sex so much, but like I didn't put an emphasis on it because I didn't feel like mm-hmm. there were times where I'm like, this is it's not productive to like emphasize sex, or it's not like mm-hmm. you know I got other things I need to be focusing on. Or when I was on birth control, I just like didn't really have like much mm-hmm. of a drive. And so it's like when I kind of took the reins off both and kind of instead listened to my body and listened to the satisfaction a yeah. that it brought me, but b also like how I felt after, like the quality of the food, the quality of the sex. Yeah. Then that's when I was like, oh, this is what I need to be pursuing. Quality food that like makes me feel good. Quality sex that makes me feel good. And that from there, like the relationships between the two, they're different because I I do, I think get more pleasure from sex, but it allowed me to like, 
get to a place with both of them where it was like a healthy place with both. Absolutely. Yeah. And I like what you said, like also with regards to sex and like what makes it good or healthy sex, right? Because I feel like so much of sex is poo-pooed on, like it's like not chic and it's not cute. Yeah. Like it's sleazy, right? If something, it's such a thin line in our culture between chic and sleazy when it comes to sex or sexy Mm -hmm. that I think people can be like, oh, I'm not going to do that. That's that's a sleazy way to be sexual. But it's like, maybe you want to like eat your French fries, but like the sex version, like do it, you know? Like, I think that's an important part. That's, and that's why I love intuitive eating because it like, doesn't tell you not to like eat the bad stuff, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. Like there's a healthy mix. For me, the sexual, um, equivalent of fries, because I do love me Mm. some fries sometimes. It's late. I uh, McDonald's, they have the best. Or in and out. Yeah. McDonald's, I think are the best. Are they Chick-fil-A? Oh, uh, Chick Fil A is good. I've never eaten at Chick Fil A. <gasps> yeah. Well, I can okay. see why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I get they're, that. They're but their fries, fries are really, really good. Ooh, I mean, if I'm like drunk one time and that's the only thing available, I will get their waffle fries. That's the only time I go is if I'm really craving their fries. Yeah. Normally, like if I'm having a fry craving, there are other options. Yeah. Wendy's, I think, is pretty comparable. Ooh, you know, um, Jack in the Box, their yes. curly fries. Yes. And I was going to oh. say Arby's curly fries. Ooh. I haven't oh. been to an Arby's in God knows how long. I haven't had those in so but long. But the curly fries are fire. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, one. but I was going to say my equivalent to fries is a hentai porn. So. Ooh. <laughs> when I remember the other day I was I, I sat down to um, have a wink. Mm. And uh, <laughs> Oh, I love that. What a classy way to talk about sex, Nikki. Have Good for wink. you. I'm trying to think of um, appropriate ways to say stuff so that when I make TikToks, it like, oh, doesn't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. TikTok really is yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. So we don't so, have to censor ourselves. So I sat down to have a wink and I went to look for my normal run-of-the-mill lesbian yeah, category, yeah, right? Yeah. And as I was, they showed an ad for um, it was a hentai, like, mm. porno. And... Um, it was, it was, what was it? This like purple alien girl and this oh, girl was going down right. on her and you know, they I both had the like massive aliens. penises. Oh. And oh, so I was like, yeah. absolutely. I need to watch this. <laughs> I ran yes. over to the hentai section. It's so funny because yeah. I love, I I mean, we were talking in our last episode, which everyone should listen to about like our cartoon crushes. Yes. I love cartoon penises and cartoon boobs. Yes. Cartoon they make boobs. Them they're, they're, so they're, they're, yeah. It's amazing. I've never in my life. It's so hot. And then like the yeah. cartoon penises. I can't really do a big penis in real life, like owie. Yeah. But then when I'm like watching a cartoon and it's like this giant thing, completely unrealistic, but I'm here for it. It's yeah. such a turn Or on. when they show it like stretching out mm-hmm. the kitty and you're and it's like the perfect angle and you're just like, oh my God, this is so hot. It's really, <gasps> it's really I hot. Was who was I? <sighs> was I showing the other day but they were like you watch hentai and I was like yeah have you watched it before and they were like no I never have the tomb raider so one I sent them a video of it and I don't know if they got it but I'm like just watch the watch the way the boobs bounce because uh, that's the best part yeah. but then it like showed like a monster <laughs> dick going inside the girl's mouth Wait, there's one. And they're Hold like, on. how do they take that? I'm, I'm gonna like, pull it's a cartoon. Exa- that's the beauty it of matter. it. It's I love it. And some like it's I can't relate as much. I think sometimes when I watch porn with like actual humans, like some yeah, parts yeah. it isn't as hot as it would be in as it is. Yeah. It, yeah, and it's so funny. I I don't know why. Like the yeah. the 
the big penises. Yeah, the big hentai. penises. Like because if I'm watching it in real life, I'm like, oh yes, God, I'm yeah. nervous for her. Like, <laughs> and it looks like she's getting like impaled, and yeah, you're like, yeah. oh, and I'm like, fuck. oh, I don't yeah. know. But then you know, I mean, the cartoons. They're, hey, they're I have cartoons. to show y'all this. And is uh, that my guilty pleasure? That like my French fries is hentai. I don't know. I don't watch it. I don't watch I, it. I Another thing what, that yeah. I really, besides French fries, milkshakes. Uh, I actually had a milkshake the other day, and I'm not gonna lie. I had a moment where I like I felt a little halfway through. I'm like, I feel disgusting for (gasps) eating this. But then I was like, I was like, you know what? Wait, the protein shake we had after the gym? No. Oh, okay. Like a proper milkshake. Wait, I have to show you all this point out something, but I will later. But um, (laughs) I remember, and this is kind of I think an important thing to consider with both food and sex. And we talked about it a little bit, like that level of satisfaction. Yeah. Because I've found when I stop when I feel happy Mm. or when I feel content or fulfilled is when I'm at like the best, Mm -hmm. like I feel good about what I just ate or I feel good about the sex I just have, whatever. Like if, if I force it to keep going, like whether with eating or with sex, then afterwards I'm like, why did I do that? Absolutely. Yeah. So it it can, I think hit a point of like glutton almost. Totally. Like that's the journey I think that we're on as adults Mm. who like want to enjoy sex and food is Mm -hmm. like, what does satisfaction feel like in my body? What is too much? What is gluttony? Cause I'm like that too. When I'm like on one and I also love weed. So I get the munchies. Right. Uh, And so I can like eat and eat and eat. And then I'll just feel horrible. Cause I've just been like a a food monster. Like I've eaten everything. Yeah. So, and the same is true for sex. Like when that happens to me in sex, I get what's called poofgina. It's just something that I call it. It's not a medical term, yeah, yeah. but it's like when I'm just too swollen or raw, like I've just been doing too much down there, like too much yeah. penetration or anything, you know, it's just like, but then I kept going. Yeah. And I was going to so, say the same for yeah. me. I remember, uh, sometime last year, I can't remember exactly when, um, but it was, um, eight men in the span of four days do the math. <laughs> And I, you should win a medal. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I use protection with all of them. Okay, Proud and that you. was the, and that was part of the thing is that like mm. it was so oh, much. Oh, because there's not as much lubrication too. And the, I, yeah. I use lube, but at the same time, like I remember at the end of it, and the reason I had done it was because I. I don't know what it was. I was so horny. I was like on a <laughs> rampage. And as soon as I got started, I'm like, I just need to keep going. Mm. And then, but then at the end of it, I'm like, I probably could have stopped about three people ago and been mm. fine. But I just like had scheduled all of it um, and I committed to it. Oh my God. I'm like, that it's too. like when I order food at a restaurant and yeah. I don't want it to go to waste. Exactly. Yeah. So you eat it. So you that eat it. That is a good analogy. It's true oh my though. God. And I like, I had scheduled all these dick appointments. And then by the end of it, I was like, I didn't need to have done that, but I did. And I, it's fine. Like, yeah. I, I wasn't like ashamed myself for it. I wasn't like angry with myself, yeah. but like, I definitely realized I'm like, that was past my point of satisfaction mm. and I, I could have changed that a bit. So like, yeah. it was just something like but in the future. That's a good thing because yeah. that's how you learn, you know, like one of the sad truths about developing boundaries is you develop your boundaries when it's been crossed. Oh, yeah. That's how you know yeah. that yeah. a boundary was there. I mean, yeah. obviously we probably know like some basic boundaries, but like you recognize like when you're too full or you've eaten too much because you've eaten too much. Like mm-hmm. it's like, that's how we are. Like my dad would always say growing up cause he's French. So we could have wine and I'm sure with you two being from Argentina, it was kind of similar. Like oh, yeah. there was wine, there was things in the house. It was definitely not restrictive. It wasn't weird. If at like 16, I had a glass of wine with dinner, because mm-hmm. 
we were French, yeah. but my dad would always say he would, he would almost encourage me to like drink at the house because one, my parents were there so they could like make sure I was fine. But he was like, you can figure out in a safe environment what's too much. Mm -hmm. So then when you're at a party, you're not going to get wasted because you didn't, you just didn't know, mm -hmm. you know? And that's yeah. what is, I think, really tricky with American culture. Like I remember when I went to college, I was a transfer student. So I went, I was a little bit older and mm. it was really interesting to see like people drink so much big drink yeah and but it's like they didn't know you don't yeah. know that's how you figure it out and yeah. so it's yeah no that's a that's yeah. a great way to look at it because it's true yeah. a lot of the things that I indulge in like I understand where I where my levels are because yeah. like I've you know I've, yep. I've gotten thrown up one too yeah. many times I was gonna say which <laughs> actually in England they call it a tactical chunder which I think is just <laughs> like I had this British friend who is just like a delight to be around and we were at Six Flags one time and I don't remember why but he was like I think I have to tactical chunder and I was like what's happening and he was like I'll talk to you after the bush and I'm like what's happening and he like threw up in a bush oh, and wow. it was a tactical chunder I think he had a little food poisoning or something oh no but um but that was how I figured that out <laughs> well I like how you bring up like the the culture aspect of it yeah because i feel like a lot of times in american culture yeah. we tell society tells us to restrict everything oh, yeah. everything and yeah. then that's why you get you know called a slut when you have too much sex or yeah. you know now you have people that are trying to figure mm -hmm. out how to eat in yeah. a healthy way that works for their body and they don't know how and that's yeah. because they don't like, they just overeat yeah, yeah. yeah. because or I, we just don't I mean, it's like Catholicism, you know, it's like oh, shame yeah. on every corner. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. I, I, I went to a Catholic high school. Oh, yeah. 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 No, it was, I was the only, well, one of two Jews at a Catholic high school. So I saw Catholicism and um, <laughs> it was really, yeah. Like, not for me. Not no offense to anyone that's Catholic. No, I mean, it's, yeah, yeah a big part of my family is. So yeah. love them. But no, we, it, yeah, yeah it's, it's funny to think about. But when I work one-on-one -on -one with people and coaching sometimes, that'll be like one of the big aha moments that they have. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when I was a waitress. Mm. and a lot of the times you know like parents would order their kids like this giant plate oh yeah and then yeah. you know then they'd sit there and be like no you need to finish it right mm, and i would yeah. just look at that and i'd be like why are we pushing for it like if yeah. the kid's fine like don't yeah. yeah yeah i don't know so it's like it's such a it's a weird thing like restrict and then push and then, yeah you know, oh absolutely I don't know. it gets I, I was thinking a lot of what the the culture reference made me think mm -hmm. a lot of like college and seeing yeah I definitely oh, yeah. wonder if like availability to either like food mm -hmm. or sex also affects that yeah. or like lack of one then compensates like in with the other yeah. um, I can't remember who I had oh it was one of the guys that I had asked food or sex and he was like well he was like sometimes sex isn't available to everyone. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's that's, that's so definitely true. a factor to take into account. Or yeah. sometimes food isn't available to yeah. everyone. So then it's like, you know, the, the relationship changes. And so then, you know, you you look for those pleasure, you know, satisfy, like satisfy that pleasure yeah. or fulfill all of that in another place. So then it's like you never really develop the other. Yeah. So I don't know. That's something I that's another well. thing to think about. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm like processing so much right now. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. there's so many different avenues I want to. Yeah, I'll think about this later as well, but yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I think that I don't want to say that you can make both available, but 
But, you know, yeah. they say, like, for, you know, like, for guys, for example, like, do yeah. they have a harder time finding, like, sex or whatever? And I, and I don't think that's quite true anymore, but, you know, so then for, is that why most of the guys said food? I don't know. Maybe. It's interesting because as you were talking, I was thinking of people who just grew up in religious backgrounds and mm-hmm. so like didn't either feel comfortable to have sex or only had set like got married and but the sex isn't very good or whatnot. Oh. And like and so yeah, I think there's a lot of or you don't even need to be that religious to get married and believe in monogamy yeah. and not really have sex be that good and not really know what to do about it. Yeah. So I think there there are tons of ways where sex cannot always be available. And if that's a part of your journey, then like it's okay to just sort of accept that that's where things are at right now. And remember that everything is always moving. Everything is temporary. Everything is evolving. So if you're going through a rough patch sexually or you feel like there aren't options, that's temporary. Mm -hmm. And options will come in. Like momentum happens from all, like life is so weird. You know, Mm -hmm. you never know what'll bring momentum into your sex life or into your romantic life. Yeah. So so that can just be something to sit and accept in your life at that moment and Mm -hmm. explore. Well, I like that you brought up earlier, like masturbation too. Yeah. Because for me, like, I mean, I've talked about it before. I had a little addiction <laughs> um, for a little bit during college. And mm. and then I, every single time I tried to like quit cold turkey, mm. like you know, it just did not work. Quit masturbation? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because I, I felt ashamed that I did mm. it so often. And then I was yeah. trying to find a healthy relationship with it, but then... Like, I just, I wasn't really treating it that well. And so, I mean, even if, like, sex isn't available to you, there's also the other side, like... Masturbation. Masturbation and, you know, having that relationship be something good as well, like, in your pleasure That's true, because that that is its own relationship. It really is its own relationship. And it's... But it's funny. I don't... I am one of the people who don't necessarily believe in sex addiction or things like that. Mm -hmm. I think there's a, a... totally different way to view it and it's also when it comes to addiction in general like the system we have which is free right like AA and those systems are free which is incredible but they also only work like 12% of the time and so uh, according to the latest research so Mm -hmm. like we when it when we think about like addiction and then specifically sex addiction I like I mean, that's a whole other topic, but there's like Dr. David Lay wrote a great book on it. So look into that. Anybody listening? But there's a lot of other academics out there who are like, I don't know that sex addiction is the right way to label Mm -hmm. like being really (laughs) assertive about like sex with yourself or sex with others, you know? Mm. Um, But I love masturbation. Like there was a time when um, a few years ago when everybody that I dated, I like couldn't get satisfaction from them. Like it was oh. just the sex wasn't really good. And it was like nice in the sense that I was getting connection, but masturbation was like, I mean, truly like 10 times better every single time. And mm-hmm. I started to get frustrated and like angry because I was like, why can't it be as good mm-hmm. with a partner? And I think one of the things that really helped me when I was also thinking about masturbation in that way was like, these are two different ways to have sex. And yeah. like partnered sex is so different from masturbation. And masturbation can be so hot because, like, we know exactly where to go and what to Mm. think 
to end body mind connection is so important when it comes to sexual satisfaction. So in masturbation, you're connected to your body and your mind. And obviously sometimes we could feel disconnected from masturbation, but that can be why masturbation is just like its own type of sexual pleasure. And then partnered sex is a totally different type of sexual pleasure because you're having to teach someone in real time how to connect to your body. Meanwhile, you're in control of your brain being like, don't think about the grocery list. Like it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And so it's, it's, it, yeah, that, I think that's normal. And I love masturbation. No, I, do too. I love it now. And I'm yeah. finally at a place yeah. where like, I have a great relationship with it. Yeah. I was going to ask how myself. is your relationship yeah. with masturbation? I don't know personally. So that's why I want to <laughs> So, I mean, cause I feel like I masturbate more than you. So, but I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know how often you do it. But for me, it's like it actually it goes back to, you know, like sex versus food. Like mm. it, it depends on my mood. Yeah. Some days, you know, I'm having a wink, you know, every day. <laughs> or, you know, like maybe like first thing when I wake up and when I go to bed. And then other times it's like, you know, I could go like two, three weeks without it. Mm. But I'm fine. Yeah, totally. You know? Totally. Wait. So and I wanted to ask. Wait, hold on. I really <clears throat> before we move on from this, don't forget your question. But I was going to say I really had an aha moment when you said that in masturbation, you already have the mind-body connection. Yeah. Because, the, I don't know why, but that just like immediately clicked for me. And I'm like, that makes so much sense because yeah. I'm already in my mental space. Yeah. I know how to get my body there yeah. and fast because at this point yeah. I know my body. Yeah. So it's like someone doesn't have to figure, like, I, my, you know, my men, my mental yeah. state is there. I go to exactly the things that help get my yeah. mental state there. So like whether that's porn, yeah. whether that's a fantasy that I'm yeah. wanting to live out or like yeah. a memory that I'm, you know, kind of reliving. And then from there, it's pretty easy to get my my body there. And so like that's why A, masturbation tends to be a lot quicker. Yeah. But B, also, I feel like it's just so much more like I feel like I really relax and really yeah. like kind of dive into it where sometimes like with yeah. sex, it's not the same. And like that just answered that for me. Totally. So, and you. also like I loved what you said because so many people think that masturbation can be cheating mm -hmm. in their relationships. Oh, yeah. And like that, what you just said, I think is such a good reminder as to why it's not cheating. Mm -hmm. And like you do need to nourish and connect to yourself. Having fantasies isn't cheating. Like yeah. it's a part of the way that we can heal childhood trauma, mm -hmm. you know? So, but yeah, but what were you going to ask Cam? Okay, so my question, you mentioned how um, scholars say, you know, like you shouldn't use the word sex addiction. There's other ways oh, to like yeah. define it mm -hmm. and um, like heal it. Yeah. Would you say that like those ways to fix a sex addiction or let's just say, you know, maybe overindulgence, yeah. however you want to word that. Yeah. Would you say you can use like the similar ways to also like help if you're struggling with your relationship with food? I think you could. And I also think it's important to talk to someone who's like a therapist and work through that as well. Like have as many professionals in your corner who specialize mm -hmm. in this topic as you can, because mm -hmm. it is also extremely difficult with food and sex being so available, whatever you're overindulging in, it's very difficult to kind of just completely by yourself, like get yeah. on a better track and mm -hmm. feel healthy with that. So I would say look into specialists, get help from a therapist as well. But I totally think you could. And it's why I really love the scholarship on intuitive eating, because I think when we apply some of those principles to pleasure and sex, they actually overlap in really empowering ways. Hmm. And I, you know, 
I don't think that shame helps us. And it's easy to feel shame when you overindulge in any type of pleasure. And I don't think restriction helps us because studies just literally show that it doesn't. Mm -hmm. So, and you also can't undo desire. So when we're thinking specifically of sex, you can repress your desires, but those things still need, orgasm is a release. Mm -hmm. You're like, there's a reason why our bodies are hardwired this way. Same goes for food. Yeah. You can restrict as much as you want, but like your body's still going to be like, we're hungry. Yeah. And we need food. And we're going to make noises until you feed us. Like, you know, or you're just going to keep thinking about, you know, that pie that you Uh, want all the time. That's why. Yeah. I agree that the, like restriction has not worked for me. So like I really, I have stopped restricting myself on yeah. both food and yeah. um, and sex. And I feel like I'm just a much happier person now. Yeah. <laughs> but on top of that, like I said, it, it's just, I feel like it's made like the quality of like the relationships with both go up because then yeah. I seek more quality. So sometimes mm-hmm. I know I'm like, okay, I could go for, you know, um, something like quick that's in the pantry and like yeah. it's going to be like a quick fix, but it's not really going to like, fill me up or I could take a little bit more time, make something, be a little bit more fulfilled with it. And then I'll be good to go. So like it's helped me kind of like with both you saying with like, okay, I could just need to do it off Bumble and just go have sex and it's fine. Or I could actually like, you know, build a little bit more of a connection, even if it's like, you know, casual, give it more time to like get to know the person and everything. And then, you know, the sex is probably better. So like, and it's fine to have both. Yeah. I think if you need that quick yeah. fix sometimes, like there's Absolutely. nothing wrong with it. And again, that's yeah. how you learn. So yeah. it's like, I think getting to a point too, where you can understand satisfaction in this way, it yeah. takes a lot of deep work. So anybody who's listening and yeah. if you're struggling, it can take a few years. That's okay. Mm-hmm. And that's why I said earlier, like, it's okay to just like accept that you're not experiencing as much pleasure, pleasure as you want right now. Mm-hmm. That can be the first step towards just feeling a little bit better. Yeah. Identifying it. it. Yeah. 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 And then, and then acknowledging like, okay, sometimes I do want that quick fix. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I do want more Mm -hmm. quality. Sometimes I like, I think identifying the need. So then you understand why you're going for that food or that sex. Like then you're like, okay, this is why I'm doing it. Move forward, continue rather than like, you know what? I think I want this, but instead I'm going to go for this. And then you go that route. And then afterwards you're like, I really wanted that, but I didn't give it to myself. Absolutely. Yeah. So like, and that goes, and I think that's the same for like both sex and food. So. Oh, totally. Oprah said once that if you, in terms of food specifically, if you're craving a food and you just try to find a different avenue to crave it, like you Mm -hmm. want Cheetos, but they're so unhealthy. So you do the healthy Cheetos. You won't satisfy the craving until you actually eat the thing you're craving. Mm -hmm. And so it's actually healthier to eat your craving mm-hmm. because you're going to just try to substitute and that's that's not going to work mm-hmm. and it's going to deny you pleasure. I will say that this whole conversation has me thinking we're all looking at it from the perspective of non-monogamy. Uh, yeah. Where you can... Yeah. <laughs> Where you can indulge in, you know, a yeah. quick fix or, you know, yeah. you go to your primary partner and have sex. Like you can have both. Right. Mm-hmm. Or like, oh, I'm craving women. I was yeah. I remember I was telling my one of my partners, we were walking along the beach um, sometime last week. And <clears throat> I was I later that night I was going to go to a sex party and I'm like, oh, I haven't been with a woman in a decent amount of time. And so like just one on one. Yeah. Um, because he and I like to tag team dudes yeah, together. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> Anyways, and I was like, I've just been like craving women. And lo and behold, that night I had like a wonderful experience with this girl. It was so hot. She was everything. I still masturbate to that whole thing. Uh, Um, But I just remember I'm like, that was a craving. And like, I was able to like, 
and not to like objectify her at all because like that wasn't it i just like i miss the connection with a woman i miss like the softness of a woman i miss the you know like boobs and and all of that like i miss those things and so i was really happy to connect with her um anyways and so and yeah but i i had the ability to enjoy that because i am non-monogamous like i can see how like you know maybe if we bring it under the lens of monogamy that looks a little bit different but i still think there are ways to like indulge differently even within monogamy absolutely because if you like monogamy you're doing what you like yeah so right up off the bat you're doing something pleasurable for you yeah and then the question is how do we find like is it renting like a private sex room or a hotel like is it really getting in touch with myself and masturbation and like honoring that part of myself like because even if you're monogamous you're in an open relationship because you're in a relationship with yourself and someone else so there's Mm -hmm. multiple people here and we need to honor our self-partnership as Mm -hmm. much as our co-partnership or else there's going to be blocks in the co-partnership you know so that's yeah. it, it does kind of bring it back to what you're saying earlier about like the cheating thing and how oh, a lot that's of women, what I was gonna ask. well <laughs> not i shouldn't say just women because like there probably are men too but like a lot of people that will look at masturbation especially looking at porn yeah. as a form of cheating yeah and and that's something that i really struggle with because i highly disagree with it i remember a friend yeah. of mine came to me once she was like oh my god i caught my boyfriend you know masturbating to porn in the shower and i was so upset why didn't he come to me da, 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 da. and like i didn't I tried my best to be like empathetic, but I, at the same time, like I, it was hard for me to be that way because I'm like, that's just a moment he was having with himself. Yeah. And it's like, it's his relationship with his body. It's his relationship before her. So that's the other thing about like relationships. I think there's this unrealistic expectation of, Oh, I'm going to come like, once I fall in love, they're going to be my everything. Mm -hmm. And that every other experience you had as a sexual being before you fell in love with this person is not going to be needed anymore. How could that be real? That's not realistic, right? But then it's like there's so much shame around sex. And I think a lot of guys don't tell their girls if they go to strip clubs or if they watch porn because they like women will feel some sort of way about it, Um, which I also understand because it's a very patriarchal system that, you know, like it's not like you as a maybe cisgendered hetero woman go to a strip club and like that's not pleasure for you necessarily, you know, (laughs) like that's for your man. So I can see how it like there's like this unevenness underneath Mm -hmm. the surface of like, well, he can get an outlet like I don't really have a strip club to go to that I'd even want to go to. Mm -hmm. And so then I think that also kind of on an unspoken level adds salt to the wound because it's like if he wants to go out and do something, he does have avenues because we live in a world that caters to men. Absolutely. And and so it's just, yeah, it's a whole mess. But I do think, you know, strippers, they don't want to steal your man. No, they they want his money and that's it. it. So if you're mad at your man for spending money, he should have been saving or or something else that's fine but you know like yeah yeah. oh i mean for and that's why like i hate the topic of like oh is masturbation cheating it's like yeah they're really some people start masturbating you know when they're teenagers oh yeah or before that yeah 10 years old and then you expect them to just you said earlier like stop that relationship with themselves you know when they come to find a partner it's like chances are they know how (laughs) that they know the exact spot and I don't know how long you've been in that relationship with him, but you don't yet. So yeah, <laughs> let, them totally. con- let them continue to go after that one yeah. spot because they know it. They know their body. Absolutely. One of our friends, his friend, um, mm-hmm. had reached out to me one one time and he was like, hey, can I get your opinion on something? I was like, sure. And he was like, what's your what's your opinion on men watching porn? I was like, I think it's fine. Like, yeah, what's wrong? Porn. And he was like, 
well, that's the reason my girlfriend and I just broke up. And I was like, oh. I was like, okay, ton. it was an annoying. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I know where this is going. I was like, so what happened? And he was like, well, I was watching a lot of porn. And I was like, well, did you negotiate with her that that's what you wanted to do? Like you told her like, hey, you know, I like yeah. to watch porn. And he was like, no. And I was like, okay, so the porn wasn't the issue. You just didn't communicate. Yeah. Like, let's get that. Because that's first. also true. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. that is yeah. like, it does feel hurtful. Because, And I also think, again, like, it's not like the other partner really is probably going to be watching a lot of porn. Porn isn't usually made for, like, women or queer people or, you know? So it's mm-hmm. like, yeah. Unless it's, you know, like, I think the ethical oh, stuff it's so coming hot. out is Ugh. so much better. Yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, I think it's important to... Like, especially for people who are, you know, starting relationships, mm-hmm. like, talk about masturbation, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a I one. think that's yeah. really important. Like, when I was with my ex-fiance the first two years, we didn't really discuss it much. And I was, you know, and I was always under the assumption, like, oh, you know, now he's going to be the one pleasuring me. So, like, I try not to watch porn. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I already had a difficult time with it in, in yeah. college. And I would just... Yeah, I would I would restrict myself for a little bit. And then finally, like we had a conversation about it and I was like, I don't care if you watch it. And he was like, oh, well, I don't care if you watch it. And I was like, great. So <laughs> I did it for nothing. But see, like, that's the other thing. It's like we'll get into the relationship and restrict ourselves. So like our partner may not even expect yeah, us to yeah. like stop watching porn or stop masturbating. But then we have it's like this weird expectation we have about like love and sex and pleasure. Yeah. 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 And check in because those things can change. I remember at yeah. the beginning of my marriage, I told my husband, I was like, you are not going to a strip club mm. two three years in i'm like i don't give a fuck what you do i'm gonna strip club. <laughs> you know so like those things can change yeah. like talk about yeah. it too because like your mindset changes you grow yeah. you mature like those things um but yeah it's just funny you know like as i'm thinking about all of this is like it's not like we go tell our partner like don't eat that dessert or maybe you oh, do actually yeah, yeah sometimes that happens too I was uh, that's say, true actually have, maybe they do you yeah. have those relationships yeah. where people are like oh you shouldn't be eating that and i yeah. was like yeah. uh, like restricting your partner's pleasure you know yeah. i think can it doesn't help it anybody. Yeah, yeah yeah it doesn't help yeah. anybody yeah and so I, I would never, you know, granted, I have very liberal views on relationships and monogamy, but <laughs> I just, you know, I don't know. I, I wouldn't want my partner. I wouldn't want to be restricting my partner in any way. And hopefully yeah. they wouldn't be restric- restricting me, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So I understand that, like, definitely, like, in non-monogamy, there are boundaries and such. Oh, there have to be. That's yeah. how That's how any relationship has yeah. to work. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, you know, the, the boundary shouldn't be in place to, like, restrict, you know, like, their... How do, I, how do I want to word that? Like, it shouldn't be to restrict something. It should be to, like, okay, kind of, you know, maintain within. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. be on it, the same page, yeah. honor the connection and, yeah, like, exactly. the purpose of the connection. And like, it shouldn't be needs. like you you can only have, you know, sex once a week. Yeah. You know, oh, I feel yeah. like that's not going to ever. That Then someone's going to yeah. be like, well, I want to have sex twice a week. And you're yeah. not letting me have sex twice a week. <laughs> and I'm like, all I can think about is sex twice a week. Like, that's, that's, that's not what a boundary should look yeah. like, in my opinion. Yeah. But it's like when I want ice cream multiple times a week. (laughs) Well, like this week, for example, Mm. I'm about to start my period. I was Mm. like, you know, and I've been craving ice cream and I've had it like, I think three times in the past, like five days. The teal phase is no joke. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) Oh, it's so true. I was literally just thinking that like when I am about to start my period, the food situation, like all rules are different. Everything is different. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Chocolate is like the number one ingredient in everything. Mm. All of it. I'm curious because I know you've, You've said before that you have your clients journal mm. about yeah. food when yeah. they're like when they're thinking about their pleasure or like yeah. maybe sex. And like I'm curious, what's what are some of the things that like you see mm. a lot of times, like some of the trends in that or not trends, but like 
I don't know, things that does tend to come up often. I'm curious. I think one of the biggest things is people not eating when they're hungry. Like mm. people can recognize that they're hungry and they don't eat. And so that's one of the biggest ones because if you train yourself not to eat when you are hungry, you can also train yourself not to respond, like train your body not to respond oh. to other desires. Other Because mm. eating food is, is a pleasure and it's a need. Mm -hmm. And sex can also, if we're not having sex with ourselves or with others, it can turn into a need mm -hmm. that you'll feel, right? And so that's one of the biggest things that I see is people not eating when they're hungry. Um, and then also just so much stuff with body image because mm. eating psychologically has a feeling and sometimes it can literally just feel like I am fat, mm. like the mm -hmm. actual act of eating. And so it's, it's really interesting and it definitely is something that like it gets specific with each person. But I would say it either starts with very a deep connection to body image issues um, and then a deep connection to like understanding your body's cues and suppressing them mm -hmm. and feeling like you get a gold star for mm. saying no and withholding. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, th that's the thing about discipline. It's like it, there's mm. I think it's a very fine line because yeah. at what point are you disciplining so much that yeah. you're denying your body things that it's like constantly asking you for yeah. versus like, you know, finding the right balance in it and being like, OK, I can discipline myself about like this much, yeah. but like the rest of the way I need to be give yeah. myself the space to like yeah. move within that yeah. that amount, whatever that looks like. Totally. I hadn't really thought about how like maybe food can like affect sex in oh, the way yeah. that like if you feel like you eat a lot and you feel fat you feel bloated oh yeah you feel, then you're not gonna yeah then totally. you're not gonna want to have sex so then it's like you know because i think about the times that i feel super bloated and mm -hmm. then i'm like the last thing i want to go do right now is mm -hmm. fuck someone absolutely yeah absolutely. i hadn't even thought about that until now so it, there can yeah. be a correlation between the two yeah totally yeah it's yeah. like when we went to that sex party the other day and what do you when mean? we got back from um when we got back from europe I was feeling bloated as hell. Mm. And I was like, I don't want to go to a sex party. I don't feel sexy. But then yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go. So. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what you wore. Plus, we wore dresses anyways. Well, I already explained it. I wore a blush bodysuit. <laughs> I did exactly <laughs> like that. <laughs> and then, like a blush skirt with a slit. Mm. I remember. Okay. <laughs> so what is, so food versus sex. Yeah. Can yeah. we go into that? Let's or have do we? it. What, what, I explain. mean, we kind of did a little bit, but I'll say my girlfriend, when I asked her, I was like, okay, food versus sex. And she's like, who is cleaning the sheets? That was her <laughs> like immediate response. And oh. she was just, and I was like, wait, I don't know. And she was like, if we're going to add food, because, and then she immediately thought I was talking about adding food to sex. And she's oh. like, strawberries will stain the sheets. And this, <laughs> and I was just like, and to be fair, she is usually the one who cleans the sheets. So oh. I think it was also, it was just, like a funny like reflection and mirror for me to see into like how my partner thinks about like sex sometimes and like okay well depending on what we're doing who's washing the sheets and when yeah yeah <laughs> and I was like that's hilarious okay. no but it just made me think that there's kind of like the the process before mm. and after both yeah you know with like food you yeah. cook and then afterwards someone's got to yeah. do the dishes and then yeah. a lot of couples yeah. you know someone will cook and the other will do the dishes right yeah. and yeah. then in sex like you both kind of have to like prepare yourself and then yeah. after like there's the whole cleanup like you yeah. know someone's got to go get the cum rag to wipe yeah. it off your stomach yeah you know? it's never me i lay there <laughs> and wait for oh it oh my god i one of my like things that I love to do is like wipe the cum off of a vagina and just like clean it up after. Wait, like, like with your hand it. or like with, no, no, with like, like a, with like a, a nice little okay. like towel or a nice wet wipe or something ideally warmed if I can. But like, mm. cause I like making it wet and then yeah. being like, 
and then cleaning it up and being like, hmm. I did a thing today. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. Here's your gold star. Yeah. 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 One of my pleasures. (laughs) It reminds me the other day I had sex, um, with one of my partners and then afterwards like he was kind of laying there because he he ended up like coming all over his stomach Mm. and he was about to get up and I was like wait stop and he was like what something wrong and I just like I started I was like I don't know why Mm. but like the way his cum looked it was so hot so I started just like dipping my finger in it and Mm. like licking it and he was he was watching me he's like what are you doing and then he was like, that is the sexiest thing I'd ever seen. And I'm like, it just looks really good. Yeah. So I wanted it's to enjoy it. It's too salty for me to want to do that. Mm. Oh, but every, cum is different. Well, I mean, for everyone. okay, the cum I've had recently is too salty. The taste. <laughs> like, no, thanks. Maybe yeah. they just had sushi. Oh, wait. <laughs> food, food affects, affects your cum. the way, yeah. 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 Do you know it anything can. about that? I know that the pine, there's like the myth about pineapple and yeah. it can make your cum taste a little bit different. Um, tomato juice is another one yeah i think most of them are myths to be honest like with Mm. very light scientific evidence that proves them right but i also think like we can really do a lot with what we put into our bodies with what we eat and what we drink so you absolutely can change the taste of things going on down there based on your diet and but I do think that, like, if you were like, I'm just going to eat a ton of pineapple and, like, my pussy's going to taste different, it might not be that immediate. Yeah. <laughs> your yeah. body needs to process things yeah. a lot. It's not going to be that So that I think night. it's more so, like, your long-term diet can have an effect. Mm-hmm. Um, I notice, though, like, if I drink a coffee, my pee smells different. Mm. Oh, yeah. Or if you eat asparagus, yeah. I've noticed oh, yeah. my pee oh, smells yeah. different after that. Yeah. yeah. I think what I've noticed the most um, after tasting a variety of cum is that the men that I know have a little bit healthier diets like mm. less like less alcohol specifically mm. less alcohol better tasting cum interesting. interesting yeah because there i remember one of my hookups he like finished in my mouth and i he had just like binge mm. drank like all weekend oh. and i was like this tastes terrible that is and then i noticed another time like someone else that had been drinking a lot so I, i've noticed at least like the people that drink a lot of alcohol yeah. it affects the taste of their cum yeah interesting yeah. i wish i knew as i like feel like i'm not as in tune with the cums i yeah. just like know what i like and then i don't actually know that i've ever had any secretion i don't like yet like but none none st- like stands out as like that tasted bad so that's that's nice for all my lovers. Wait, does that? I have to think about it. Yeah, I, I, I've had I have had some partners who have had really like salty, salty cum. But mm-hmm. I've also had some partners who have really nice cum, and it like tastes mm-hmm. yeah. Good. Sometimes like the one that I was like, mm-hmm. it looked really good, and so then I put it in my mouth, and I'm like, this tastes delicious, and I was like, literally like lapping it up. <laughs> Maybe that was intuitive eating. Yeah. Your body was like, <laughs> I see this, and I know <laughs> it's gonna be good. I one time had a a guy. He he went he went down on me and then he went up to kiss me and he was like, Oh, you taste good. And um Did you taste yourself? Was it good? Well, no. And well, I kind of did. And he was like, Do you want to taste it again? And I I think I was just like really turned on and I was like, Yes. And he dipped his fingers in my vagina and then put him in my mouth <laughs> nice and it was actually one of the hottest things someone's Yay. ever done i love to kiss the guy after he's gone down on me because i like the way i taste oh me too well yeah. and i was like i was yeah. i was kind of like admiring it. i was like you know what i do taste good like yeah. it's like yeah. it's not bad it's like, a great feeling yeah well the, one of the things you want to hear is that you taste good yeah, yeah. So. and i when i get that it's a it's a gold star oh yeah. absolutely <clears throat> absolutely 
Well, that wraps up everything I yeah. have. This was a wonderful conversation, <laughs> Nadej. Thank you for joining us. Of course. Plug yourselves. Where can people yeah. find you? Um, you can find me at Pleasure Science on Instagram and TikTok. And if you want to learn more about yourself, I have this great mindful sex quiz that you could download for free. Ooh. So you could go to my um, Instagram page, click the link in my bio. Um, but also just go to PleasureScience.com if you're interested in learning more about sex. I write articles. And then I also do sextrology reading. Yes. So, oh, mine yeah. was amazing. Oh, Highly recommend. Yeah. I was gonna say Highly I recommend. heard you and Nikki's sextrology reading, and I was and like, was I need a book. Fire. Oh ASAP. my god, it I was love it. So good. That, that always yeah. makes me feel happy when I mean, people really love it because astrology just goes into your birth chart, and there's specific places you could look for sex, so it's really cool. But it's always so nice to hear that people like have a good time because I'm just a nerd, so I love learning oh. about people and what helps them and all the things. But anyway, at Pleasure Science, and we could go, talk forever. Yeah. We're so bad. I know. <laughs> I was, well, I was going to say, like, everybody go book a your sex reading, reading with Nadege. Highly recommend. Because worth every 10. penny. I didn't even do, I haven't even done one yet, but I listen in on Nikki's. Well, and you're and twins. Exactly. So I was like, how does this apply to me? There's like, overlap there. Yes. Yeah. But it was amazing. So. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Don't forget, wear condoms. DoubleDeanPodcast.com. Yeah. We've got a live show October 20th. Check it out on our website. I'm going to be there. Please come. Yes. Thank you.